0: And you may have seen her on Dateline, 48 Hours, CNN, NBC, ABC, O'Reilly Factor, and many other shows, including her own 90-minute PBS television special, Protecting Yourself in the Information Age. To learn more about this radio show and our great guests, please visit KUCI.org slash privacypiracy. Hey, Mari, what's our show about today?
1: Well, today our show is very interesting because we're going to be speaking with Lori Allison Craig, who is a CFP. She is a financial subject matter expert. And she also is an empowering woman to help other women be empowered. And I thought this really fit in with the issues of privacy because we've seen so much going on with the Me Too uh, generation and the Me Too issues that have gone on and the whole movement and how that really affects us as women in the workplace and really the whole privacy issues of that and how are we respecting each other. So let me tell you a little bit about Lori. Uh, Lori is a unique combination as a certified financial planner, an MBA in finance, and subject matter expert for the Certified Financial Planner Board of Standards. And she's also an integrative nutrition health coach and internationally certified kundalini yoga instructor. So she's using her right brain and her left brain and all sorts of things, and she's earned numerous awards and honors for her personal contributions, highlighted by receiving Citizen of the Year awards in two different communities. So you can find out more about her at privacypiracy dot org, but also at her website at wakethewarriorwoman dot com. So thank you so much for joining us this morning, Laurie.
2: Hi, Mari. I'm so pleased to be here. And to also be with your audience.
1: Yes. So, you know, it seems to me that there is a whole uh, challenging time right now for male and females. I see it in my own business as a mediator and what's going on in businesses and in mediations that I'm dealing with, whether it's sexual harassment or divorces or whatever it is. But we see that there is a big change going on. And so what... Does the future is feminine look like?
2: Well, there are a lot of things that are uh, contributing to this future is feminine, and the big thing is technology and information that's immediate and accessible. Just take a look at you know the Twitter feeds on the Me Too movement and the women that were um, at the inauguration of President Trump. And uh, having all of this availability to um, social media, uh, access to information on the web, is fueling a lot of it. Um, and technology doesn't discriminate; people do. So the future is feminine is going to reward women who are more smart. They're I'm sorry, they're smarter, mm-hmm. uh, knowledgeable. Creative and nimble in finding solutions to problems and getting things done, and these strengths that women particularly have, um, because we our our strengths are different from from men's strengths, and actually the combination of the two, is um, is the best combination. But women's strengths are going to lead to their success as transformational leaders. And as companies figure out that transformational leaders make more money and produce more successful products and accomplish more, then I think there's more opportunity for women to move up into management and the C-suites.
1: Right. And, you know, what I've noticed even in my profession that women are more collaborative they're they're looking at you know solutions in fact when i call my problem solving solutioneering because we're looking for solutions instead of the battle and i think men are taught from the time they're little is to fight you know they play games they play military games and women are taught to collaborate and i think that's part of our inherent Um, upbringing besides being cultural. I think it's part of nature and I think you're right that when we mix the the, uh, assertiveness of men with the collaborative efforts of women, then we come up with some good problem solving instead of fighting or getting into violence or getting into sexual harassment or any of those things.
2: Absolutely. And women's and men's brains, actually operate a little bit differently. So like you said, um, women are more collaborative and it actually has to do with a a connection between the two hemispheres of the brain. Um, It's actually a little bit stronger and that's why we're more collaborative. And men, uh, men's brains work more um, back and forth, front and back. So they're more goal-oriented. And it, it doesn't mean that we can't train our brains to work in different ways, but there's just that tendency. And so when we put the two together, they're looking at things from different perspectives and come up with, like, great solutions working together.
1: Right, right. And the plasticity of the brain, what you're talking about, is that our brains are constantly evolving, so as you talk about, you know, one side of the brain or the other side of the brain, that's, that's really evolving as well. So we can learn as we work together, men and women, we can learn the different styles. And as we do, our brains actually change. So that's pretty exciting as well. But let's talk about what men really need to know about fitting into a Female, confident world. I think that's so hard for men. They don't know how to act in the workplace. At times, they're afraid to be friends. They're afraid to ask someone out on a date. You know, I mean, they, you know, they don't know what they're doing. And I know because a friend of mine just wrote this new book about uh, the new man. And I think as women are evolving and finding their own empowerment, men are a little bit. Put off and and really kind of out of out of sync, right?
2: Mm-hmm. They're a li- they're a little intimidated. Uh, I know after the Me Too movement started, um, some of the men that I work for and uh, work with, and some clients that I have, were just like really concerned about. Um, gosh, I I don't know if I, you know. I used to hug, you know, and. No, you can't. That's not going to be the best operating procedure. They're going to need to respect women for what they bring to the table. Um, Men that are encouraging and supportive of the women and being willing to work together uh, are going to be more successful in this new environment as it unfolds. Um, they really need to treat women as peers because women do have these exceptional skills for problem-solving and communication and team-building, and they're just superb collaborators. So they need to find um, these things that they respect about the women that they are, are working with. Um, but men are also... Uh, they need to know how important they are to women. Um, if you take a look, I mean, Harriet Tugman is like somebody I just really respect. And she uh, took all these slaves out of the South on the freedom train. And she didn't do it alone. She had a, a gentleman, his name was Frederick Douglass, and he helped her rescue over 300 slaves from the South. So, Men um, need to understand that they're important, and it's not an antagonistic thing that they have to face in the future. It's um, it's working together, and I think they need to understand that. Um, another thing is I also have a client who is in HR, and he was telling me um, – He's got a whole DVD on how you behave in the business place. And he was saying to me that the only appropriate touching in the business place is a handshake. And um, I think the more, um, I would say, androgynous the women can be in the business place is also going to help men. Um, just, it's, it's inappropriate for men to make a comment on women's clothing or things like that. They're just going to have to learn um, new methods of behavior that are very respectful.
1: Right. You know, in California, we just passed a law recently that boards, corporate boards in California have to have women on board, on their boards which is really, I don't know if they're doing this in many other states, but that's basically saying if you want to be a corporation in California, you're going to have to add women to the boards. And there are so many boards that are all women or law firms where all of the partners are all men. And I think that has to change. And I think women are going to have to step up and say, you know, we're happy to work with you, but if you're not going to respect us, we're going to start our own firms, <laughs> right? And, and and we're going to start our own corporations and have our own things because that is, um, it's still, I think it's a little bit of fear on uh, the men's part because they've had the power in this country and we have women that are getting college educated. We have this, you know, even more lawyers graduating that are women than Than men right now and so you're having people that have the education have the experience and now they want to have the same power and it's not power to destroy it's power to influence right that's what it's all about
2: so I actually have a story about that I worked for a firm um, it was a financial for a very large financial firm and the entire c-suite were men and so I went to the CEO, and I, I made a comment on my observation. And I said, why is that? And he says, we want women. We want women um, in the C-suite. But all of the resumes that we got in, they weren't as qualified as the men oh, were. Oh, give me a break. And, <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I, I, I do have to give him credit. He started a mentoring Uh, system within the company to mentor women up into, um, you know, higher positions. So... He, he did make some effort there. Right,
1: right. But, you know, I, I, you wonder what they look like or look at. You know, if, for example, if a woman comes in and maybe she went back to school after having her kids and she becomes a businesswoman, gets her MBA, gets her law degree, gets whatever it is. And then mm-hmm. but she was at home for a while raising kids. They discount that. That yes, managing okay. a home and managing, uh, you know, children and putting, you know, supporting a spouse through medical school or whatever it is that that's discounted, and I mm-hmm. think that's that's unfortunate that they might say the resumes aren't what they're used to. It's all in that paradigm. So the paradigm is changing, right? So how is that paradigm going to change? Well, I'm I'm
2: going to uh, cite uh, a study that Hewlett-Packard did. It was an internal report. And uh, the study showed that men will apply for a job when they meet only 60% of the qualifications, but women will apply only if they meet 100% Mm. of the qualifications. So, one, women need to understand what they're doing like they they need to know hey it's okay if you only have 60 percent of the qualifications because that's what the guys are going to do so they need to um get a uh, more confident about applying for these positions
1: right and so you know i i think if the jobs that i've been in or the jobs that you know uh my family have been in and men have been in in my family. And I think you're right. You know, they're not, they don't have a hundred percent of the qualifications. Maybe they have experience, but they don't know that company. So it's always a learning curve, right? Whenever you walk into a new job, there's a learning curve. Whenever I get new clients, (laughs) it's a learning learning curve, curve. right? Because everyone (laughs) is different, right? So every case that I take is different. And every case, yes, I have, you know, 31 years of experience as a lawyer, but every time I get a new case, it's something new for me to learn. And so I think that's the thing is that women feel like they have to know everything before they walk in. But the reality is they have to have the kind of thinking and the, the actual skills, the problem solving skills, the, uh, communication skills, and those can apply to many different things, right?
2: Absolutely. Yeah. And I do think we are making progress. I did a, a study, um, Women attorneys are at 35%. Women CPAs are at 39%. Um, Doctors, female doctors, are at 38%. So we're making progress. Uh, 46% of the entering workforce are women. And so if you take those percentages, women are at about 80%. So we are making progress. We are seeing our mothers as role models and and that's helping make progress too um 23 percent of women who had um working mothers 23 percent more went into management positions Hmm. and earned more money and that sort of thing so the role modeling is really important and i just want to make um just a wild statement here, but I think we could fix this in one generation if the moms would raise their sons to consider right. women
1: equally. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, that's you know that's what I've done with my kids. You know, because they saw me work. I saw my mother work. My mother, I was a latchkey kid years ago when people weren't latchkey kids because my mom worked with my dad, so I was you know, at the time when that was happening, I felt bad that my mom wasn't home. But I saw her as a leader. I saw her how she helped my father run the business. And that led me to be an entrepreneur. I've had my own business for, you know, almost 30 years. So Mm -hmm. I, you know, I think my kids, by the fact that I've been doing this, that does show them the role model that women, you know, are empowered, women can do this. And hopefully, and my daughter is out in the working world and doing well. So I think you're right. But I think if for those women who didn't have a role model, I think that women in the workplace need to be mentors and they need to do. help them and and not be afraid that um, uh, to help them. Uh, th-
2: absolutely i've i've mentored my last two assistants into being cfps and uh, going into their own uh client base
1: right so mentoring's
2: just really important
1: right and i've had my paralegals become attorneys so, yes. so so again <laughs> it's it's part of that whole empowerment issue that we have to uh teach confidence to men and women, that men should feel confident enough that they're not afraid that a woman's going to take their job, and women should feel confident that they can work along men and not have to, you know, kind of kowtow to to men either, so it's a, it's a changing world, but so how could a female-confident world really change business in, in a way that would be really powerful for businesses?
2: Well... I think a female-confident world um, is going to understand that women are transformational leaders. And he, I'm being repetitive here, but transformational leaders make more money. They produce more successful products. They accomplish more. Um, the Just even the architecture of workspaces, the trend is to more – female-oriented, open workspaces, which encourages collaborative space. And I, I think uh, the greater collaboration between men and women in the work environment is going to lead to uh, more stimulating and creative ideas out there. Um,
1: yeah, and I think yeah, and and we're seeing, you know, I I look at like Mark Zuckerberg and his wife, you know, and some of the things that they're doing, and they have, uh, you know, a a work ethic over there that seems to value women, uh, value women in high places as well, and uh, and I think that that maybe the millennials are getting it, you know, they seem to be getting it. They I can, think so. yeah.
2: You know, they were the children of the working parents, and they are more interested in work-life balance. And I think that's going to be very healthy going forward.
1: Yeah. So, you know, women, I think the, the other thing is, and especially for the kind of profession that you're in, I notice, oh my God, I wish I had you here instead of Minnesota. Because I have a lot of women that um, are going through divorce and I'm, you know, their mediator. And trying to help them to understand their finances as we're, you know, dividing community property, for example, and what they're going to do and how they're going to live and whether they want the house or maybe it's not the best idea to have the house. Uh, What do you see with regard to women? I see women, at least in my profession, is not all of them, but quite a few of the them in in divorces for example really have not a clue about finance. That is absolutely
2: true and that it, that's why I've developed my website uh, because women do have to take, you know, 100% responsibility for their life. And you're talking about a divorce situation so I'm going to use that context here, but women in, in a great majority of the cases abdicate um, the finance piece to their husbands, and they don't know anything about investments, and they don't particularly care to know. They just uh, look at it as something is too complicated to learn. It's easier to just be taken care of, and then it's also easier to be taken advantage of. Um, and, with women, they need to understand. You know, their their headwinds. I even if you're in a happy marriage, you know, you have a greater chance. You know, about an 80 percent chance of your husband predeceasing you. Right. And you just you have to know what's going on there, but they don't. And I, ha- repeatedly, will have these women come in and they're just. You know, you're in shock when you lose your husband. Um, You know, I'm a widow. I lost Mm -hmm. my husband. I've gone through divorce. I've gone through widowhood. Mm -hmm. So I I know the emotions that go with each of those. And you're in shock with both of them. You're in shock with divorce. You're in shock with, you know, losing a spouse. Um, So if you don't know what's going on, you're just layering on, you know, an extra layer of complexity and overwhelmingness to your life so right
1: and you know what I notice because um, a lot of the divorces that I do are like 30-year divorces you know so people have been together a long time yeah. and um what I notice is that they divide responsibilities husband is you know traditionally husband has been the rainmaker the breadwinner and so he's managing the finances. He's managing the businesses and whatever. And um, the women are managing the household. Yeah. And so it, it's not like the women have been, been doing anything. There's a case that I've been working on for the last year because there's a lot of, lot of property, a lot of assets, a business, all sorts of stuff. And what happened during the marriage is that husband really – didn't allow wife to be part of it, you know? Yeah. Don't worry, I'm taking care of it. Is the was the answer. But then when they go through the trust divorce, me. yeah, <laughs> trust me, but now when they're going through a divorce, well, well, she managed the house, she's pretty smart, she's able to do these things, she should be able to you know, earn what I'm earning, which is a total joke because they haven't had the, you know, life experience, they haven't had the work experience, and they don't have the financial experience. So um, so I'm with you 100%. Women have to learn about finances. They have to learn about how to take care of themselves, even if they're in the marriage. And men should be learning about how to how to help with the kids <laughs> and how to Absolutely. raise the kids. Mhm. So this yeah, division
2: need fathers.
1: Yeah, and the division of labor that is mm-hmm. is crazy. everybody has to be able to, you know, pick up the slack either way, right?
2: Yes. Absolutely. And it, i I just want to talk a little bit about, you know, a men who are working so hard, you know, to, you know, be the breadwinner and everything. You know, their kids are kind of coming up short there. And it's just so important to um, truly, have men that are more involved in that, and then also have, you know, couples sharing uh, about how the finances work and all of that.
1: Right, right. So that they can be mutually supportive, and that goes back to, you know, being mutually respectful of each other. Right.
2: Yeah, it's a big red flag if they don't want to share finances. Exactly. The, spouse. Yeah, huge so, red flag.
1: Yeah, so tell me a little bit about your online pr- platform so people can go and take a look and see what they could find with your wake the warrior Tell us about that.
2: Well, it's to help empower women economically. You know, I used to know nothing about finance or anything else, and I married my second husband. Uh, got thrown in. He was a financial advisor, and I got thrown into this financial world, and I was fascinated with all of these financial concepts. I am um, creating articles that are unintimidating for women to be able to go in. They, A lot of them want to learn how to invest, how to buy stocks and Uh, manage their finances and take responsibility for themselves. And then I also weave in health because bad health affects your financial situation significantly. So being healthy is just like really important. I've got a lot of things in there about meditation and um, stress creates all this cortisol that flows through your system is just like significantly bad for you so i'm trying to weave you know the healthy body mind and spirit to focus on economic
1: empowerment yeah and i think that's so important for me in a stressful environment because i deal with people in conflict every day for me if i didn't meditate every morning Um, I think that would be really hard for me because I have to really stay in that place of calm and neutrality to be able to deal with all these people in conflict. So you're right, having that meditation, having the yoga, having all these things really help you to be more well-rounded to be able to be successful in just being, um, you know, healthy, healthy, parent, (laughs) successful in business, successful parent, all those things that we're learning more and more that it's, like you said, body, mind, spirit, and that um, if we want to be successful in life, we're going to have to do all those things, and it's it's not easy. But would you believe we are just out of time? So I want to make sure that you give your website again, and then it's time to go, Okay.
2: Thank you, Mari. My website is wake the warrior
1: Well, terrific. And we will take a look at that. And thank you so much for joining us. And thank you for helping to empower women. So have a great day. Okay?
2: Thank you. Thank you. It's been a pleasure.
1: Okay. Bye bye. You've been bye-bye. listening to KUCI 88.9 FMRNERINE and KUCI.org on the net. I'm Mari Frank. Join us every Monday morning at 8 a. M. and visit our website at privacypiracy.org. Thanks.
2: The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents.